and welcome to Heart of the Sky podcast. I'm your host, Serena Star Maiden. I created this podcast to share my love for astrology and to explore what it means to follow your heart while following the movement of the planets. On this podcast, we get to explore the unique intersections between the sacred Mayan calendar and the Western astrology system. We also get to explore the intricacies of what it means to live a heart-led life. It is my pleasure sharing these messages with you, and I do hope that you find them helpful and supportive for you on your journey in this life. Welcome to this very special birthday episode of Heart of the Sky podcast. That's right. My birthday was earlier this week on the 28th of September. And as promised, I am recording a special episode just to give you a little bit more of my story, the the soul behind the voice of this podcast. Now, there's so many stories I could tell, so many things I could reveal, But today I am choosing to tell the story of the Star Maiden. I've always wanted to tell this story, and I think now is an appropriate time. This is a story about how the Star Maiden revealed herself to me. It's also a story about my work, about why I do what I do, why I share these messages from the stars. And it's also a story about finding home. So get yourself cozy, cause it's story time. I wanted to start at the beginning, the beginning of my journey with astrology. I would start in 2016. I'm not going to tell that story, but that is when I first discovered the Mayan calendar. And what I discovered there resonated so deeply with me I decided to keep studying it. And eventually, I found myself in Guatemala studying with a Mayan priest. And I haven't stopped studying since. I haven't stopped learning about astrology since then. But in, let's see, 
I would say the winter of 2019, I found myself in a very different place. I was in a dark place. It was definitely winter. And I felt so called, like a calling that was deeper than anything I had felt in a very long time. I felt really, really called to start studying Western astrology in a deeper sense. I had found a teacher that I wanted to study with, and I was scared. I was really scared to commit to this study because I was signing up for a program that was many, many months long, and it also cost a lot more money than I thought I had access to. This is one of those um, pivotal, pivotal moments in my life where I had to choose what my heart was saying, and I'm so glad that I did, because this is not a story about money, but just a side note, money is money. Money is energy. Money will show up for you when you need it. And you can always come up with money. It's not really about money. It's about what you can do with the money. And so I decided to say yes, late winter 2019 to deepen my study of astrology. And I went all in. I was like, I had my flashcards. I was practicing with everybody I could. I learned how to read, you know, the, the birth chart from the Western astrology perspective. And once again, I was blown away by how much everything resonated with me. I really felt like I had found something profound in my life and I wanted to share it with everyone. So fast forward late spring of 2020, I have just graduated from this program of Western Astrology and I am on fire. I'm just lit about astrology and I have been doing readings for people and I've been getting so much good feedback and I feel so connected to this and I just want to keep going. And I continue studying and have continued studying since then. But I decided then that I wanted to create a business or some kind of project. I didn't really have the idea that I would support myself financially with this, but I did want to create something. And so I started thinking of a name for my business, for my astrology business. And I don't know where I came up with this, truly. I don't know. But I do, I did know back then that the name 
would have the word maiden in it. I was really resonating with that word, maiden. I think at the time I was learning about the feminine archetypes and felt very connected to the archetype of the maiden. And the maiden is, well, the maiden represents the springtime. You know, there's an innocence to the maiden. The maiden also means voyage, like a journey. And so it had this energy of the fool if you know the tarot the fool is the very first card in the major arcana and the fool the picture of the fool is a person just open-hearted just a bag on their shoulder their little pup by their side and they're ready to go on an adventure and that's me like at my core even as I get older, I am the fool. I am just ready to go. I'm ready to drop everything and just have my little bag and trust where my heart leads me. So I knew that I wanted the word maiden. And so I was exploring so many different options. And honestly, now it seems so obvious, but back then I was like, I was was exploring so many things. How could I combine, like what words I could combine with maiden and all the different feelings, but nothing was sticking. Like I came up with some okay names. I definitely wasn't feeling any of them yet. And so I just, you know, I just kept thinking about it. And I remember this moment. I remember the moment where it came to me, where the star maiden just revealed herself to me. I was in my little home at the time, and I was cooking some beans. I remember this moment very vividly. I was cooking beans, and I was just thinking. I wasn't I wasn't thinking about anything in particular. I was kind of just, you know, dozing off a little bit mentally. And then all of a sudden, while I'm stirring my beans, boom, duh, like it hit me so hard. I almost fell to my knees. I think I did get on my knees. I sat down because I was like, whoa, the star maiden. I felt it in my body. I was like, okay, I have to look this up immediately. Like, this is genius. Um, There has to be somebody else, another astrologer somewhere doing business as the star maiden. There has to be something. And so I looked it up. And I was so grateful to find that there was no astrologer, at least big astrologer, you know, out there on the internet as the star maiden. And I found something else as well, which blew my mind. (laughs) Okay, so the star maiden. Okay, so there's two things. In like the 1970s or 80s, there was um, like a television show 
a British television show called The Star Maiden, and it was very, um, you know, it was very futuristic. It was about some big blonde star woman uh, who, it was like a superhero kind of movie. And honestly, if if anybody knows about this television show, and I've got it completely wrong, I apologize. But this is what I have um, just understood from looking at the pictures and the description of that television series. But the next thing I found about the Star Maiden, well, that just gave me chills. The Star Maiden is a story. It's a story from the Ojibwe Nation, which is a group of people native to the Americas. The Ojibwe people had a have a creation story called the Star Maiden. And it has been told and retold over, you know, generations. And eventually it made its way to be a children's, an illustrated children's book called The Star Maiden. Now, I have this children's illustrated book right in front of me right now. I bought this book for myself uh, maybe about a year ago. And it was a little difficult to find it. Let's see here. I'm on the copyright page right now. It is copyrighted 1988 by Barbara Juster Espenson. And the illustrations are by Helen K. Davey. And this copy that I have is... It is from the Monroe County Public Library. And Monroe County is a county in Wisconsin. So somehow this library must have um, gotten rid of this book for some reason. Somebody found it and put it up for sale on Amazon. And I bought it and it got shipped to me. So this is how I came to have the book, The Star Maiden. And I am going to read um, an excerpt from this book. I can't read the entire book because of copyright issues, but I am going to read a very important excerpt from the book. Um, This is the author's note found on the copyright page. In their own language, the Ojibwe or Chippewa people are known as Anishinaabe, original people. Because their culture and language are based on stories told, not written down, there are often different versions of the same tale. The one I am telling here is based on the ni- on the 1850 work by the Ojibwe chief Kage Gagabao, who later took the name George Copway. 
in 1850, he wrote a book setting down Ojibwe history, customs, and legends because he was afraid this valuable information would one day disappear entirely. So going down a little bit farther on the copyright page, it reads, first edition. The Star Maiden is a retelling of The Star and the Lily from the traditional history and characteristic sketches of the Ojibwe Nation by George Copway, chief of the Ojibwe Nation. Now, I do have this book physically in my hands right now, but back in 2020, when the Star Maiden came to me, I didn't have that. I didn't have this physical copy, but there was an online version of this story. It was by a different author, but it was again a retelling of the Star Maiden. And so I got to read that story right then and there. And I was just awe, odd in awe of the story because I resonated so deeply with this legend. And I just felt so honored that I would carry this name, the Star Maiden. And so, you know, I take this name for my business with so much reverence and gratitude for how it came to me. And in my own way, I have asked permission and received blessings to do work as the Star Maiden. And because of the way the name came to me, the way everything was revealed to me, purely through my intuition, I have thus led all of my readings and all the work that I do with this name with great reverence and um, with great clarity as well. My intentions whenever working with astrology under the Star Maiden is to is for me to be an open channel to receive wisdom from the stars to be a clear channel and to me that means that I live my life with intention that I communicate with the unseen daily and that I you know live a clean you know healthy honest life as well you know and I am human I do my best so yeah that is how the star maiden was revealed to me and now I am going to retell this very ancient story 
and I've given you all of this background information so that you know that I am retelling a story that has been passed down orally through many, many, many generations, and it is based on the writings of George Copway, the Ojibwe chief in his book um, that was published in, in 1850. So get cozy because I'm about to tell the story of the Star Maiden. The story begins with a young man asleep in his bed at night. He's awoken from his dreams by a glowing bright light. It's so bright and luminescent and beautiful, he can hardly look at it. And as he watches this light, it, it leaves his bedroom window and goes up into the treetops, into the tree canopies. And so he wakes up the elders in his village, the chief wakes up and tells the chief of what he's just seen. And the chief instructs him and a few other young men to go out into the forest to learn from this bright light that has come down from the heavens, ask it what it needs, what it wants from us, and then come back. And so this young man and his companions go out into the forest following this bright light. Eventually they find the light at the very, very top of a, of a tall old tree. And when they come to the base of this tree, this bright light reveals itself as a young maiden. She's shining and luminescent and just beautiful. And she says to this group of young men that she has come down from the stars. She says that she has been watching their little village for some time now and she absolutely loves the people and the land and everything about what they're doing. She says that she wants to come down from the heavens and reincarnate to be a part of their community. And so she says to the boys, to the young men, please go ask your chief permission for me to come and join you and where it would be appropriate for me to reincarnate. So the young men take this message to the chief and the chief is very happy. He, he celebrates and everybody celebrates. All of the elders come to build a fire and they start dancing. And the chief says to the young men, please go back and tell the star maiden 
that she is welcome to come in any form that she chooses. We are so happy that she has chosen us to live among and we will do our best to honor her and to make sure that she is happy here. And so the young men go and tell the star maiden who has been waiting for them up in the tree. They go and tell her that, you know, she's welcome to come in any form that she chooses. And so the celebrating in the village continues with the dancing, with the fire, and the star maiden chooses first to reincarnate as a mountain rose. She has a very lovely life up on the mountain where she can see the village and, you know, there's a nice breeze, but there's just something about it that doesn't feel right. She says that she's too far away from the village, from the people that she loves so much. And so the mountain rose is just not working for her. So she ascends back up into the heavens and this time she chooses to reincarnate as a flower in the prairie, in the meadow nearby. Oh, it's so lovely in the meadow, so beautiful. She could just stay there forever. But then a herd of buffalo come rumbling by and the ground shakes and she's scared and she says that, She's too delicate to be in this field with the buffaloes, so she must immediately leave. And so she ascends back up into the heavens. And at this point, she's feeling a little, um, you know, a little discouraged. She really loves this village. She loves the people, but she can't seem to find a home. And so she's up in the sky and the people of the village are watching her as she travels across the sky and they are also scared. They, they are afraid that the star maiden will leave forever because she hasn't found a home. But the chief of the people says that it is time to go to sleep because you know, they were watching the star maiden at night travel back up into the sky. And he says, let's sleep. Let the star maiden, you know, go on her journey. Let her choose where she wants to be. And so the people go to sleep. And the star maiden is traveling through the sky, wondering what she should do because she misses her star sisters up in the sky, but she loves this village down on earth and she really wants to be there. And as she's traveling through the sky, kind of wandering around, she comes across this big, bright, shining lake. And she's looking down into the waters of the lake. 
and she loves what she sees. She sees her star sisters reflected in the sky above her, and she loves it so much that she decides that she is going to call all of her star sisters. She says, come sisters, this is, this is our place. And so they descend down from the heavens on to this beautiful shining lake. And when the people wake up in the morning, they see that the lake is covered in these beautiful white flowers. And it seems that the star maiden has finally found her home on earth. The people go out into their boats and they start, you know, just rejoicing with the lake covered in white water lilies. It's an absolute blessing for them and just such a beautiful time, a time of reunion and a time of just feeling at home for everyone. And so the people dance and celebrate, and the star maiden is at peace on the lake with all of her star sisters. And so this is the creation story of the water lily, as told from the Ojibwe people. The star maiden is a story about finding home and it is a story of the creation myth of the water lily. I hope you have enjoyed hearing a little bit more of my story and I hope you have also enjoyed hearing the creation story of the water lily from the oral tradition of the Chippewa people or the Ojibwe people. It is an honor to retell this story from my own imagination and words on the Heart of the Sky podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, follow your heart and I will see you and connect with you so soon on our next episode.